All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hello, Jake. How's it going? Things are well here. We are recording on Saturday the 11th. Usually we record earlier in the week, so, you know, we put this out on new podcast Monday. So if the world ends tomorrow, we, we've got all the news covered for the week pretty much, unless something really big happens, which doesn't usually happen on a Sunday. So the, good talking to you toward the the end of the broadcast cycle for once. Absolutely, man. I uh, I feel the same way. In fact, since we, we might be talking about Alex Jones, it, it, it I do like that we only have a one-day window where the government might come out and announce that everything that man has said over the past 10 years is true and <laughs> give him a sincere apology, let him go back on Facebook, you know what I mean? And it'll seem odd if we don't address it. Uh, see, so yeah, I, I I would be nervous if we had a five day window for that as opposed to one. I'm gonna I'm gonna take issue with one thing you said. Might come out. Come on, this is Alex Jones. You know it's all true. It's just a matter of when it comes out as true that the government apologizes for the genius of a man that is Alex Jones. On behalf of everyone in the country, on uh, everyone who works in government, I just want to say sorry, Alex. Our bad. Actually, no, he likes Trump. So I guess it would have to be, would have to be Obama or Pelosi. Whoever's, we, well, whoever's in charge of the deep state agents, I think we'll, we'll figure out that guy's name. He will give a press release and he will be like, hi, I am um, uh, Winthrop Von Deep State uh, the third. Uh, I've been controlling everything. Uh, you, you know, just like my father and his father before him. On, 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 on behalf of all the Von Deep states. Sorry, well, Alex. Let's talk about Alex Jones for a second. I actually listened to a podcast this very morning where they interviewed his lawyer, and the guy is an interesting sort of douchebag. Do you know anything about him? Have you heard anything about this fella? You talking about his lawyer or Alex Jones? No, his lawyer. His lawyer. His lawyer. No, but I can only imagine. That's a good gig as a lawyer. You, you know what I think that gig is like as a lawyer? I think it's sort of like getting a job hosting a really popular but really fucking dumb game show as like a comic or, or an entertainer. You know what I mean? It's one of those things to where it's like, yeah, it was never your dream to go, oh my God, can you guess what's behind the magical curtain number three? Oh, we have the Jones family here playing for all the millions. And it's like, it, yeah, it's sort of a douchey job, but it's super easy. And well, his job isn't as easy, but it's going to pay a lot for many, many years. Well, it's not just that, but when I say he's an interesting douchebag, he's got a shit ton from the interview. I, I didn't know who he was before this interview. It's a guy named Mark Randaza. I might be saying it wrong, uh, R-A-N-D-A-Z-Z-A. But every one of his clients is a horrible person. We're talking about, like, Nazis. And, and in the interview... He was very thoughtful, and he denounced... Sure, so he's like a big First Amendment guy. That's, yes, that's exactly. Thing. And he denounced all his clients. Like, he, they were talking about uh, someone that was involved in the violence in Charlottesville last year, and he would say, look, do I like this person? No. Would I go on a date with her? No. Would, do, do I, would, I, would I go to dinner with her? No. Does she have the right to spew hate? Yes. And he said that, like, whenever confronted with one of his awful clients... He did not defend what they said. He did not defend their character. He did not defend them as people. In fact, he insulted most of his clients and then said, however, I'm right now the only lawyer taking these cases. Right. And this is freedom of speech. If I go down, 
who's next? And sometimes as a man named Sasha Steinberg, I uh, I don't like Nazis, <laughs> but they pay well. <laughs> I mean, he he. When I say he's an interesting douchebag, because like I, I I did not expect him to be insulting Alex. He said, "Look, Alex's uh, stance on Sandy Hook being a, a false flag up is nonsense. He called it <laughs> bullshit. He said it's right. just." But he has a right to say it. He said, "I don't agree with that." I says, "It's it's horrible." Um, but then again, there, some two of the parents from Sandy Hook are suing Alex Jones for the for what he said and the harassment that's led to. Uh, these truthers, they harass the parents. They call them. These people have moved a number of times, and so the lawyer in his case is saying that uh, their six-year-old kid was killed in, in Sandy Hook, that they should have to publicly divulge their personal information, including their addresses, in order for the defamation case to proceed. And it's like, these people have moved repeatedly because Alex Jones's fans are contacting them right. and yeah. yelling at them saying, your kid didn't exist, you're doing this for the government. And so as a lawyer, he's turning around and saying, yeah, I, I know you're trying to maintain privacy because these people are harassing you, but... Uh, I think you should have to. So he's he's kind of a dick, but like I said, the the I do have to begrudgingly, and the interview was solid. Um, he, well, yeah, he no, that's it, well, it's kind of like the People versus Larry Flint. You, you yeah. ever watch that movie? I did. Edward I did. Norton's character, where he was like, I don't like Hustler magazine. I find it uh, in it, it, disgusting. I don't like Larry Flint. I don't like his lifestyle. But what I I do like is your right to either buy that magazine or not buy that magazine. And so, yeah, you you do need those kind of lawyers that will take those clients because that's that's sort of the thing with with freedom of speech is is um you, you know it uh, yeah a lot of that stuff particularly when you're talking about Nazis and things of that nature like yeah everybody finds it fucking repulsive but at the end of the day who gets to determine what's too offensive to say or to be able to uh you know exercise your first amendment because if and especially since we're now going to have a supreme a supreme court that's going to be pretty conservative um a lot of people particularly in uh in, in the bible belt the south that kind of thing if you start talking about abortion they view that as the equivalent as murdering babies so i you, you know, as much as I don't like the the Nazis and the fucking Klan and guys like that, um, if you start throwing up walls where they can... Now, if they're, like, calls to actions are different, you know what I mean? If you're actually saying, hey, let's right. go do this, then, then yeah, obviously that's that's a different kind of thing, but... Um, unfortunately, that's that's sort of that's that's what our country's based on, man. You got to put up with the unpopular speech so that you get to say what you want to say. And it's funny you talk about uh, freedom of speech and Alex Jones because I did not hear too much of this. I heard a little of it, but not a lot. Um, well, it's because Jones, it's not the government doing it. Right, it's, it's, exactly. It's that's what I was going to say. Shit. Alex Jones getting kicked off Apple, Spotify, Facebook. And that's why YouTube. people making First Amendment arguments with that. It's it's kind of fucking dumb. It's like bullshit that's because just, those the First are Amendment companies. just means that the government's yeah. not going to throw you in jail or, or the government's not going to step in. Right, and the private companies said, you know what, we don't want this on our platform. And it took them long enough to fucking do it because you'd think that would be a no-brainer. You'd think the instant, like, when he's talking about chemicals and gay frogs, that's hilarious, that's stupid. He should be able to say that anywhere because it's fucking just dumb. But the instant he starts going after school shootings, and apparently he did the same thing uh, right after Parkland, Florida, he 
according to his lawyer, and I've never heard Alex Jones recant the uh, false flag operation bullshit, but the lawyer said he researched it. He said he said he researched it and decided that he had been wrong, that that's uh, that the first one, uh, Sandy Hook did happen. But then the instant Parkland, Florida happened, he was right back out there saying, is this real? Did this happen? I don't think so. And it's like... That's when These are crisis actors. They were placed in the yes. school to act sad that there was a shooting happening in the school. Crisis Here, actors. Here's interesting, though. That was uh, an even more bizarre conspiracy to me in, in a way than the Sandy Hook conspiracy. Because the Sandy Hook conspiracy was so elaborate and over the top that it was like, oh, wow. I, I, I remember thinking, if you want your conspiracy theories to stick with people that aren't insane... You got to scale them back and make them less grandiose. You know what I'm saying? That whole thing where, oh, the government staged an entire school shooting that didn't happen. It's too difficult to pull off. You know what I'm saying? Like it wouldn't, it's, I, I, I you're not going to convince me that they could make that happen and, and not get people to know about it. So I'm like, I should scale the conspiracy theory back. But then in a way, it was even weirder when they, they went with like a lighter version of that with the Parkland one because they were like, well, it was a real school shooting. People actually died. But these kids that were in the building pretending to be sad about it, they're just being paid to act like they're upset <laughs> that their school got shut up. <laughs> and it's like, what? I don't know, man. I bet they're pretty, I bet they're pretty pissed. Well, I mean, you have to understand that we are dealing with the, the stupidest of the stupid here. Have you heard about... Um I guess it's just called Q. The deep state Q is what's happening going on. I've now. I've heard of it. I don't know. Isn't the the Q supposed to be the secret man that I mentioned before that that is actually yeah. running the deep state? Yes. Well, I I don't think he's running it. I think it's the reverse. I, I well, then again, I don't know. What I heard was that Q is Q the Joe the plumber for the deep state. No, it's like, hey, what about Q? You're he's fucking the, over Q, deep state. He's the only guy that has all the information on the secret pedophile rings that the government is running. And either, maybe you're right, maybe I'm right. I don't know. Is he a government leak? Well, he's either uh, propping up Donald Trump and helping him wipe out the pedophile rings, or Donald Trump was elected to go after Q and take out the pedophile ring. Either way, the whole thing revolves around pedophile rings. These are the people that... After that asshole shot up the pizza place because there was a pedophile ring in the basement, even though the, the structure had no basement because Hillary Clinton was running a pedophile ring out of the pizza place. And that proven untrue, just absurd untrue. So instead of it being just a pizza place and, and not true, then they just quadruple down. They don't just double You know, down, I, I will say, as much down. as I hate to admit it, every pizza restaurant that I've ate at that was a secret pedophile ring made really good pizza. Like, there was a reason they were still in business. You know what I'm saying? It's hard It's hard to get your, your fans past that. It's kind of like if you're going to pee on 14-year-old girls on video, you better have the voice of R. Kelly. This pizza place was delicious. There's profit in pizza. That, there I think is. That's, all, that's all to talk about. Um, getting back to the lawyer, Mark uh, Rendaza, this is funny. Our buddies uh, 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 Jack and Andrew, uh, our atheist buddies, uh, I believe Jack is a member of the Satanic Temple or Satanic Order. I don't know how many Satanic Orders or Temples Wouldn't there are. Wouldn't he technically there. be our Satanist buddy then? <laughs> it could be. Well, I don't know what order, but either way. I, uh, heard, I heard Satanists get offended when you call them atheists. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, Andrew's the atheist, and then Jack would be the Satanist then, because Andrew's yeah. an atheist. So um, the lawyer, Mark Rendaza, has split the Satanic Temple, has called a caused a rift among them because uh, they want to hire them to fight like uh, when when you put up the Ten Commandments somewhere and they're like, okay, well, if you want to put up the Ten Commandments, you have to put up a, a, a statue of our Dark Lord. But yeah. if you remember, uh, listeners, if you're just joining us for the first time, uh, these are not Satan, Satanists that are like, you know, sacrifice a goat, need a baby. These are uh, people that are calling themselves Satanists so they can be religious and follow humanistic and scientific uh, rules of life. And so, I really want to get the sacrifice a goat need a baby Satanist on the show. So listeners, <laughs> I promise you, when we meet one of them and convince them to come on the podcast, you will be the first people to know. Yes, we will tell you. But so half of the, the people, they, they, they hired um, Mark Randaza and the, the, the members of the Satanic Temple are like, this guy's a fucking douchebag. You know, he works with Milo Yiannopoulos and, and Alex Jones and assholes like that. So it, it's interesting that... You talk about, yeah, he takes on all cases of freedom of speech. He took, he said, okay, Satanic Temple, you want me to be, uh, you want me to be your lawyer? I'll do it. And uh, I, I love the Satanic Temple getting all fucking high and mighty over who they're sharing exactly. lawyers with. Like Jesus Christ, <laughs> you're the Temple of Satan, the Lord of everything evil. Yes, you might have to share a bunk with Alex Jones. I'm sorry, Satanists. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's the thing: is they're Satanists in name, but people. Satan is misunderstood according uh, their 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 plan. So, well, let's move on. Let's talk. But about... I will say, well, I I will say that um, with him getting taken off the stuff, I I'm, I'm kind of torn about it. I mean, I I do think it is a little bit hypocritical because I highly doubt you're going through and editing or uh, not editing, but but filtering through that much of your content. I don't think this is about uh, any kind of oh. We're we're too moral and upstanding to have this on our platforms because I, I do like the idea of that stuff being sort of like a public forum. That being said, I think that this is they're they're sort of just using this as an excuse, like they're making it seem like well we're just we're too good to have this on here. But really, I think it comes down to the the lawsuits that are going on. They're worried about getting dragged into the lawsuit and and getting sued for pushing his messages out or whatever, if he well, ends up losing this. Yeah, like I said earlier, this should have happened. If it was going to happen, it should have happened long ago. Like I, I said, if you're talking gay frogs, that's funny, hilarious. If you're talking false flag operations, that's hurtful. And if... Facebook. Right, but I don't want people to not be able to. Fucking no, no, I hear you. What I'm saying, I, I'm agreeing with you. Theories, I'm, I'm agreeing you with know. you. Is is what I'm saying is I agree with you in that um, if Facebook really has community standards, then this should have happened a long time ago. But Facebook only acted now because the heat's on them because they're trying to do this drastic change because they're they're in trouble with the the data sales from Cam Cambridge uh, Analytica. They're still trying to rebrand and that's why right. this is happening. Not because they well, suddenly and there's, grew and a there's conscience. lawsuits. There's like yeah, the real lawsuits, lawsuits against right. this guy for defamation. So right. they're worried about it's it's kind of like you remember that actress who I I don't even remember who it was but she was in that hotel and the front clerk Wait, some was guy that the checked ES in ESPN uh, lady that got filmed. I, th naked? I think so. The, the guy, the guy like drilled a hole in the wall and yeah, filmed yeah, her or something e like that. That was an ESPN uh, anchor. I can't, I don't know her name, but yeah, she was an ESPN. Right. Yeah. And well, the, so obviously the CEO and board of directors are not directly responsible for that. You know what I mean? Like, like it was, it was 
first and foremost, the guy that did it. <laughs> He's right. the most responsible. The guy who drilled the hole in the wall and filmed them. Um, anybody next to that, I guess, would be the cashier making minimum wage. Um, th- those are, those are, they're, they're, that is the most responsible person indirectly other than the guy who did it, is that cashier. Now, <laughs> Aaron Andrews. But, Yes, and she won but, $55 million. Right. Uh, but she got it. Now, they've stepped on their own dicks by being filmed at a, at a lunch, you know, by a bartender watching the videos and laughing about it. That's just them acting. That's them stepping their own di- on their own dicks because now no one feels bad for you. Right. But my point is the CEO did not wake up that day and call the front desk and be like, listen, if anyone checks in, yeah, just tell them who the fuck's staying there. You know what I mean? Like, right, they, right, right. I guarantee they had policies in place against that. It's just those are the guys with the deep pockets. That's who you're going after. Alex Jones has a decent amount of sh- money, sure. But nothing like YouTube, nothing but like Facebook, nothing like Spotify. So these companies are worried, hey, after they sue Alex Jones, are they going to sue us for putting it out on the platform saying that we're somehow accomplices to this kind of thing? That's what this is, man. This is about money. It always is. Well, well, well pointed out, Mr. Jake. Well and as far out. as them trying to blame him for that fucking crazy guy shooting up... Uh, the the pizza place i mean i i can see that but again you have to have that call to action it's not enough and people that say like oh hate speech isn't protected by the first amendment fuck you yes it is it's, it is without the call to action i can sit here and say i jake fevra of idiots on parade i hate eskimos i hate everything about them i hate the parkas i hate the dog sledding i hate the igloos i don't even like touching noses with my girlfriend that's how much i hate eskimos i hate their kisses you know <laughs> That's fine, right? But it's it makes me a dick, sure. But it, it, when I go, listen, I hate Eskimos so much that I think anybody up in Alaska should get the flamethrowers out and start melting igloos. You know what I'm saying? In fact, do it tomorrow night. Do it. Do it Sunday or you know Tuesday because this is right. coming out on Monday. Now, once I start doing that, then it falls into that realm of you know kind of like the, the analogy is yelling fire in a movie theater. You know, you're you're calling people to action that could get them hurt. If I just say I hate Eskimos, if I just say bad things about Eskimos, that's different. And as far as that guy giving Alex Jones a shout-out, fine. If you want to take down Alex Jones because of what that guy said without Alex Jones telling people to do that, then you better take anything that's related to holy books on there because every now and then somebody goes fucking wacko and blows some shit up, shoots some shit up, and you know, gives credit to Allah or Jesus or fucking whoever, and you don't take that shit down. So I I put it in that category. I actually like where you just went with that. I think next time there is, and it's been a while, it's been uh, a, 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 that's a good thing that it's been a while. I think the next time there is an abortion clinic bombing, I think someone should sh- sue the Catholic Church. And, uh, you know, even if there was no call to action, just to see what would happen. No, I, I get where you're right, coming right. from. It's, now, it's I mean, a- am I saying that, that Alex Jones is the same as... Well, well, no, no, there's not, like, you know, billions of people around the world, and there's not, like, organizations that do a bunch of charity because of InfoWorlds and, and, and things like this. I guess a more accurate comparison, did you ever hear the clip on Shaquille O'Neal's podcast where he... Uh, claim to believe in, in, in flat earth theories. I read about it. He said, someone said they were fucking around just trying to get attention. There are, there are a couple NBA players that do believe it, but right. in and that, that that's specific case, I think that's they were just fucking around. Up. 
It, I don't know. He sounded like he might have believed it, but but it wasn't like he was, you know, planning on making a statement. They just asked him about that, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's flat, man. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't curve." And it, it, you know, he wasn't really backing it up by much. Maybe he was fucking around. Maybe he wasn't. My point is, let's say tomorrow some flat Earth extremist decides to suicide bomb a globe factory. You know what I mean? Just just hypothetically speaking, <laughs> could we then take Shaquille O'Neal's podcast and be like, we need to take down this hateful podcast? That is spreading false flags operations because he is, he is calling people to action to fucking bomb globe factories. Because this guy blew up a globe factory and said it was because he was listening to Shaquille O'Neal's podcast. I think that would be a more accurate thing to compare it to. Well, you want to talk about outrage and, and, and suicide bombing. I think that the Idiots on Parade podcast might be suicide bombed after this episode is released. And I will tell you why. Um... Remember our most protested episode ever, Jake? The one that got more attention than ever. It was on Facebook. There were people yelling at us and causing arguments, and it was hilarious, and I loved it. Do you remember? Oh, you're talking about those nasty smegma yes. jockey-filled yes, uh, fucking anteater dick extremists, right? Yes. Uh, listeners, if you don't know what we're talking about, we did an episode where we talked about there's a group out there that tries to restore the foreskin on men as a foreskin support group. They, they were circumcised against their will. It's child abuse. When a baby is circumcised, uh, it's horrible, and the scarring lives with the child all the way through adulthood and it ruins their lives and they folk so we made fun of these idiots because they're idiots well i think it's domestic abuse anytime you stick one of those nasty uncut things in your partner anyway (laughs) (laughs) so that was our most protested uh this might become our next most protested episode because while you were talking a couple minutes ago i remembered a tweet i saw and i can't remember the context all i remember was the tweet was uh, repeated over and over. It, it was just the same phrase like five or six times. Eskimo is a racial slur. 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 And it slur. might be, honestly, I live so far from Alaska, I have no idea. And well, if, if it is, that, then I truly apologize for my, I, my I, ignorant I, statement. I don't apologize. Because um, Eskimo, for the longest time, was my go-to on Facebook if I wanted to say something absurd about racism, I would say, I'd say like, ah, I don't like Canadians or Eskimos, those nose kissing, igloo dwelling, you know, whatever. And so I see this tweet about Eskimos a slur, and I'm like, well, that's interesting. And I click on it, and this to me was the most hilarious thing I'd ever seen. You click on it, and there's a, a, a PayPal button that says, help me fight uh, Eskimo inequality or whatever the fuck donate to me now <laughs> like I just thought that's very bold that's the 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 where we live now is you just you just ask people for money that's that's literally it her whole platform was indigenous uh Alaskan I don't I ask residents I suppose it's Alaska could be northern Canadian uh it was like I'm gonna fight for the right as far as I know, there's no NFL team named the Eskimos, so I don't know where the big protest is coming in. But that, they prefer that was it. the it was... term "frostbitten Filipinos." Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's hey man, it's them. They get to choose what they're being called. I, you know, I'll call them whatever they want. Was it frostbitten Filipinos? What, what did she want? Did you? I'm just guessing. <laughs> 
oh fuck I, really, I, I gotta stop because the last time I laughed this hard I got the hiccups and then I'll have the hiccups for the rest of the goddamn podcast my oh what was it it happened to my daughter last week she did something and I was I was making fun of my daughter and she got frustrated and hit me and then I started laughing so hard because she because she gets this look on her face this like you know don't make fun of me daddy and then i just started laughing so hard that i got the hiccups and i'm gonna and i'm worried that nice. i'm gonna do that again where i'll just start hiccuping and then i didn't i had them for like 15 goddamn minutes i had the hiccups oh yeah hiccups sound bad on air man but oh, I, I will i will feel like a dick if we do get get you know uh contacted by yeah because yeah for all i know that maybe that's a racial slur up there maybe that's like the the n-word for native americans or you know native alaskan americans you know <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what she wants to be called <laughs> i just thought it was like i get I, I agree with you i don't i don't know enough about the term the sure okay i'm not going to argue that it's not a slur because i'm too ignorant i just thought it was funny that the main gist was Hey, donate money to me because I tweet out, uh, you know, politically correct messages. Did or it specifically like that. say Eskimo inequality on her thing? Did she use that term in no, her? No, but that her... would have been funny. Maybe, yeah, I didn't see that, but that would have been funny. Because I, I, I like the idea of them uh, sitting around their, uh, you know, boardroom meeting or you know whatever, and they're they're just going over branding, and they're like, yeah, but. It's shorter than writing indigenous Alaskans, and it's it's people recognize the brand. This is how we're gonna get money. Uh, we're Eskimo inequality. It's just it's it's outrageous that Eskimos make seventy nine cents on the dollar. It's 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 we 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 should make that our cause now. Well, I mean, to be fair, I mean you know they're they're the indigenous people of Alaska. They probably got fucked over just like the indigenous people. Uh, where it's not snowing. I mean, you know. <laughs> you mean the other forty-eight states? Yeah. Uh, probably. Um, hey, m- moving on. Um, I-, I got a story I didn't tell you. Do you want to talk about the two stories I did tell you, or the one that I? Uh, let's let's quick bang these out. Um, SeaWorld attendance is through the roof. Uh, I thought that was interesting that in 2013, we talked about this, I believe, Blackfish, the documentary. Uh, we didn't talk about it in 2013 because we haven't been podcasting it. But it, I guess it must have had a resurgence because it was popular after it came out. I think it was popular like when it hit the web. Yeah. Either way. Uh, and, and SeaWorld was the enemy and SeaWorld was the devil and they were, everyone was boycotting them. And here we are just a few years later and, uh, you know, they're profits are up there there are over 6.4 million visitors uh revenue rose 4.9 percent and they're just they're 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 making money hand over fist it's we society forgets is all i get out of this i'm not outraged well, to be fair i i do remember them making changes to the like they were making the tanks bigger they weren't using the killer whales in live shows anymore they 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 made significant changes i i, I don't remember the details on it but I think I, the they changes didn't just I read blow were, it off. I think they said that they would um, breed, no longer breed killer whales or use them in shows. You're right. Right. And so. Bigger tanks and stuff like that, too. I think they right? still have them. It's just that they're not going to, once these go away, they're gone, is the thing. So I remember. Plus, I do remember ha- in part of that movie, they were dressing up like little miniature killer whales and jerking that whale off. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like his whole day sucked. <laughs> well, when it was breeding time. I mean, my, my whole thing is that it's just, I, I don't remember ever, 
I don't re- I see world taking this huge push like 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 it's happening today with Facebook and Wells Fargo where they put out a commercial saying we're a different company we're better. Well, to be fair, just I, let they forget. were printing on like they have little gift shops and things like that, and you can get little snacks and uh, cups of coffee. They were printing on the side of their cups of coffee. Ask me about killer whales. I don't know if you uh, if you remember that. <laughs> I do not. They they also they took half a day off for all their employees. They closed it down for half a day, and they they lectured <laughs> they, them. They had uh, about, sensitivity training. Yeah, for killer, killer whale whales. sensitivity. They they did that. Well, good. Then they deserve to have their profits. Fucking a, man. You gotta quit. Gotta quit calling the cops on those blackfish. That, that's what I took away from oh, that documentary. Oh yes, yes. Well pointed out. Well remembered. All right, let's talk about a couple heroes, shall we, Jake? Yeah. Uh, heroes. I sent you this article. I, I'd love to hear your take on it. Two elderly men went missing. They wandered away from the uh, the home they were in. Not not a house, but a home, like a, uh, a, a I, don't, I don't want to say hospice, because isn't that involving death, but uh, just the retirement home. That That's what it's called. Uh, two elderly men went missing. They I'm going to try found. to guess the end of the story. They were found at SeaWorld jerking off Tillicum <laughs> the killer whale. <laughs> at the world's biggest heavy metal festival. Nice. This took place in Germany, and uh, apparently when they talked to the old men, they just were curious is all. They they knew that the the metal mecca, as it's called, uh, draws 75,000 people from around the world, metalheads, and they just, you know, were like, eh, you know, let, let, let's go check it out. So they sort of left their retirement home and it set the nurses in a tizzy like oh shit we lost too and that's where they were found was rocking out watching heavy metal that uh, the only band I've heard of is Judas Priest the the scheduled performers were Walking Dead on Broadway Ark Enemy Cannibal Corpse and Die from Sorrow never heard of any of them I know know Cannibal Corpse oh okay well Judas Priest is like you'd think the world's largest metal festival and maybe it's because I'm old and out of touch, but I think Megadeth, Metallica, Anthrax, Slayer, uh, I not the most. I mean, Judas Priest is from that area, yeah, so but not the other bands that were named. Well, that's the thing is I I think it's it's become more of a niche thing now, and like my my friends from back home that I I got, I got friends back home that have been hardcore into metal. As long as I've known them, some of them even playing metal bands, you know, and it the stuff now, it's gotten more and more niche. Like the people that are still in it, for the most part, aren't aren't looking for like hair metal bands. They're looking for most of it uh, like much harder, like face Satan metal. Yeah, like thrash metal. Like that Cannibal Corpse is one of those bands where if you listen to them, you literally can't understand a single word, even though it's in English, because it's got that low pigeon. It sounds like um, what I can imagine Tillicum, the killer whale, sounds like when he's being raped by trainers at SeaWorld um, in the dark. I don't know. Hmm. Well, That's all I can think of. Killer whales being raped. That's what that music sounds like. <laughs> uh well, one last thing. This is the one I didn't send you. I said, let's talk about that. I tear it through. Dude, do you think they re- wait real quick, though? You think they really wanted to see metal? No, or I think they wanted they... to just check out the festival. They said they were curious. They, they heard it was there, and I think they wanted to just go check it out. I don't think they were like putting on torn jeans and black t shirts and like 
headbanging. Well, I think here's they just my other to go thought, though. Around. Here's what I'm, I'm thinking: they were either really curious about the show, or they were like, "All right, where's the last place they'll expect to find two men in their early nineties? <laughs> I know, thrash metal. <laughs> they'll never find us here." And so they just went there, uh, dressed up like Satan or whatever, and that that was their disguise. They wow. had earbuds in, and they were listening to like Elvis and shit, or Polka, Lawrence Welk. Yeah. Yeah, Lawrence just Welk. all old, old stuff. Welk. All right, the Before final all thing. all that heathen hip-shaking from the king of rock and roll. Yeah. Did you, uh, this is the story I didn't send you. Did you see the story about the plane crash in uh, Seattle uh, yesterday? I think it was. I did. I haven't had time to read up on it, though. There's one quote that's great. So, uh, listeners, if you don't know the story, it's not big, it's not huge, uh, but it's, it's funny. Uh, a mechanic stole a plane and decided to go for a joyride, and actually did a loop-de-loop, and um, the rate they, they sent up two uh, Air Force jets. I, I want to say F-16s, but I don't know what I'm talking about. So, But uh, they were monitoring him, and so the guy did a loop-de-loop, and they're talking to him on the radio like, hey, you got to bring this plane back, you got this plane back. And to me, the best quote in the world was, he said, yeah, yeah, I should be able to land it. I've played a ton of video games. And uh, here's the punchline, folks. He crashed uh, the plane and is dead. So <laughs> I just, He's played a ton of video games? You've got to love that confidence. He said, I should be able to land it, or something like that, where landing it should be no problem. I've played a lot of video games. That is either extreme confidence or extreme stupidity. I'm not sure which, but I like it. I hey, this like guy it. was 29 years old, 29 too, man. years old. How the fuck I've played a lot of video games. You think he was joking? Well, obviously not, because he did crash the fucking plane. At first I was thinking, well, he works on planes. He's probably, what, flown a plane before. <laughs> Hence the reason he would get into a plane <laughs> and fucking take it off the ground and fly it around thinking uh, everything was going to turn out fine. But, uh, yeah, that I, I, I like the balls of that. Yeah, I like I do too. Just, There's some, I, I, I don't know if the, the statement is confidence or stupidity, but I like it just because it, it's not the statement you'd expect. It's not fear. It's not, hey, guys, I'm up here and I fucked up. Can you talk me down? It's, I got this. I've played video games. <laughs> I mean, this see, is, fucking millennials, man. This is what happens when you hug them too much and you give everybody a participation trophy yep. and tell them, they can do the same thing as anybody else did, whether they went to school for it or not. Exactly. And Don't let the man tell you you can't land a plane. You can do anything you want as long as you put your mind to it. And don't worry about Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 hours of you know training and education and flying lessons and yeah. all that. You just be you. You do you. He's not better than you just because he went to flight school. Fuck that. Get in the plane. <laughs> Self-esteem generation. Oh, yeah. All right, Mr. Jake, good talking to you, listeners. Uh, good having you with us. Um, oh, one last thing I wanted to mention very quickly. Uh, speaking of listeners, I thought this was funny. If any of you listen to us at anything but normal speed, please tell us. I just found this out, Jake. I accidentally hit something on my podcast. I, I, I was listening to a podcast, and I it sounded funny. It sounded like when you used to listen to a podcast. Oh, I've done that on accident. Yeah, yeah, you speed it up. You can do like double speed, time and a half. You can do speed and a half, half double speed. speed. And you can do this on Audible Books, too. And I'm like, that's, I find that a little sad in a way that I get people are pressed for time, but at the same time, 
are you just trying to tear through that? It's I can't make up my mind whether or not it's a good function. Like, okay, my commute is 20 minutes. The podcast is 30 minutes. I want to get through it. Fine. I get that. But the way I saw it advertised, so I, I, I accidentally discovered it on our podcast, but then I saw an ad for Audible, and the ad was, listen to even more books, listen to books at double time. And I'm like, that just seems odd. You know, like like you're, you're turning... Books I guess it kind of disposable well, commodities. It's odd if if it's just a like an entertainment book. If it's if it's if it's Lord of the Rings. If it's a Stephen King book. Well, that's that's just for you to kind of let sink in and enjoy. But if it's a book on macroeconomics or something, you might want to get through it a little faster so you can do something. <laughs> Wouldn't you, know you what I mean? want that to sink in, though? Wouldn't you want the macro? I don't. Well, know. you want you want it to sink in, but if you can process it. If if a dude's just reading it kind of quick, then that's that's the way you'd want to do it, I suppose. Yeah. I, okay. If you just made a good point, if if you are an MIT professor that's into this kind of shit and like you just said, can process it at a quicker pace, fair enough. All I want to know is, listeners, do you listen to us at a speed that makes us sound like we are sucking helium? Let us know. I mean, the only, that, dude, there's only one kind of book on tape that I listen to at double speed. And that is uh, Audible book Porn Erotica for the Blind. Uh, what I do is while I'm jerking off to the stuff, to the, to, to the, the, the porn erotica on tape, um, when, I, when I start jacking off faster because I'm about to come, I, I will increase the, and then they're reading it faster and faster and faster and faster. And, and then that, that, that makes me do it. That's how blind But you start done, out right? at the normal speed. It's only when you start yes. to peak when you start to, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, when I'm about to peak, I it's it, because then he's reading it faster and faster and harder and harder. And then he walked over to the bed, and then she got the dildo, and then and then her friend Susie came over, and then you know what I mean. And I just all over the place, man. I paint the goddamn ceilings. Kerflui. All right, JakeVevra.com, NathanTimmel.com. Uh, say nice things about us online and 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 share the podcast. If you giggled at all during the last thirty plus minutes, tell your friends, "Hey, I listen to these two idiots and I giggle. You should listen to these two idiots and giggle as well." Thanks for tuning in and thanks for sharing it and thanks for everything. All right, bye bye. Later. <laughs>